Stay winning at Capital One Arena when you use Clear. Download the free Clear app and use it to beat the crowds during the playoffs. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. Capitals with a fast start, but a slow fade and a loss to Florida in Game 5. Carter Verhage with a record-setting night for the Florida Panthers. And Washington now facing elimination tomorrow night at Capital One Arena. Good morning, everybody. It is Thursday, May 12th. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. Presented by Clear, the faster way in a Capital One arena. It sure looked like the Capitals were going to take care of business in Sunrise last night, bolting out to a 3-0 lead early in the second period, silencing the crowd at FLA Live Arena. But it was not meant to be. Defensive breakdowns plagued the team in the second half of the game. Carter Verhage ended up with five points, and it all adds up to a 5-3 win over the Capitals in Game 5 for Florida last night. They now lead in the series three games to two. Carter Verhage with a game for the ages, and he single-handedly took down the Caps last night in the last half of the game. Yeah, and I think for the Capitals, this is a tough loss. This is pretty deflating, I would say more so than giving up the lead late in regulation in Game 4 on Monday night on home ice. I think if you look at Game 4, objectively speaking, the Panthers really the much better team for large stretches of that game on Monday. Last night in Game 5, Capitals jumping out to the 3-0 lead. They did a lot right. Ilya Samsonov was really good, really good, especially early on, keeping the Capitals in front. And then they invited the Florida Panthers back into the game. Some turnover issues, some puck management issues, some undisciplined play, really, in the neutral zone that invited the Panthers and their transition game. Guys like Carter Verhage taking advantage of that speed, those odd man rushes, and bang, 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 you invite a team like that into the game. It's right up their wheelhouse. They did it all year. The comeback kids, the cardiac cats, 29 comeback wins in the regular season, including five by three or more goals. Here they are in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Apparently that translates well into postseason play. At least last night it did anyways for Florida. Can't count them out of any game. They showed again last night. Why? TJ Oshie, another terrific game last night. A tip of a Carlson shot on the power play in the first period, which was his fourth goal of the series, and an even strength goal early in the second period. It's going to be quickly forgotten if the Capitals can't rally in this best of seven, but his effort leading the team now with five goals this postseason after all the injuries and the misery for him personally during this past regular season, he has easily been Washington's best playoff performer through the first five games of this series. He's been good offensively. He's had the finish. Two more goals last night. And when you consider the absence of Tom Wilson and the minutes that have to be filled, and he is primarily road shotgun with Kuznetsov and Ovechkin on the top line, he's certainly making up for lost time, Oshie, after that injury plagued regular season. It was a frustrating regular season for him, given the uh, fits and starts nature of the season. He'd come back from injury, then he'd miss time again. So good to see him building some personal momentum here offensively. But again, I know for TJ, collectively for the team, the result is is what's going to sting. But nice to see him personally, again, with the finish, creating some opportunities scoring-wise for the team in the series. Panthers ended the first period last night on a 12-1 shot run, fueled by a couple of power plays 
the second of which they did everything but score. But you really felt, Ben, I think in retrospect, that that was a preview of coming attractions. Even if they didn't score in the first, you could see they were finally starting to look like the confident, high-scoring team that they had been during the regular season, and they finally started hitting pay dirt once they got into the second period. Yeah, and that, that's the trouble, too, with, with the parading to the penalty box. It's great that the Capitals remain perfect in shorthanded situations, now up to 16 for 16 on the penalty kill. But oftentimes, even if you kill a penalty, it could go one of two ways. You could have momentum yourself, having killed off the penalty, or if the other team's power play is spending all the time in your zone, as was the case with the Panthers, they didn't find the back of the net, but they were coming in waves, they had momentum, they had the zone time, they had the pressure, and then that just carried over once it was back at 5-on-5 five five even strength. For large stretches at the end of the first period into the second at even strength, that momentum was on their side. You referenced the 12-1 to shots on goal run late in the first period. That sort of suggested the Panthers, yeah, that they're going to come to life at some point. You can't give them that many opportunities. So it started with the penalty trouble and there was only so much Ilya Samsonov could ultimately do good on Sammy for keeping the Capitals in front at that point but to your point the Florida Panthers certainly showed that they had another gear and they were ready to open the floodgates a little bit. Ilya Samsonov made big stops at the end of the first when the Panthers were coming and ended up with 33 saves on 38 shots. It sounds like he didn't have that great a night, but I don't think that's the case. I thought he really did. A lot of big saves. He needed more help with what he has shown in this series. I don't see, Ben, any hesitation to ride him into Game 6 with the season on the line. He has been the consistent goaltender that Washington has needed. He just didn't get a lot of support in the last half of that game. There are a lot of breakdowns in front of him. You look at the box score, you see five goals allowed. Well, that's a big number, and you think maybe the goaltender didn't have his best game. He was really good, and he deserved a much better fate. And as we noted, when the Capitals were up early and they built on their lead with those two goals early in the second period from Schultz and Oshie, they were able to build that insurance, that breathing room, largely because of what Ilya Samsonov was doing to maintain that lead for the Capitals. In the end, there was only so much he could do in the Capitals, again, the defensive breakdowns and the turnovers, and not a whole lot of support in front of him. Yes, you need your goaltender to bail you out. He did a lot of bailing out as it was in this game, Samsonov. He was really good and look big picture when you consider the three starts he's had the relief appearance going back to game two he's been good this is probably the best three and a half game stretch we've seen of Samsonov at any point in the season when you put it all together the larger body of work here the sample size growing so good on him hopefully it's something he could build not only for next season but hopefully something he could build on now game six and then hopefully a game seven back here in Florida We'll leave it with this as we get on the plane and head home this morning. No practice today. Game six with the Caps facing elimination tomorrow. There's a lot to put in the rearview mirror here. A game that was in your reach in game four. A lead late, didn't win it. Last night, 3-0 lead evaporates in a 5-3 loss. That is a lot of mental baggage to stow away and come back in all likelihood without Tom Wilson, too, against a Panthers team that's playing its best hockey of the series right now. A tall task, Ben, but as they say, the fourth one is always the hardest to win. And Florida, who hasn't won since 1996, it's going to be the hardest one for them in the series, too. Yeah, and we'll see what they're made of as well as they try to, to close out a series here and the Capitals throw everything they have at them, I would imagine. But the Panthers, John, let's acknowledge they're gaining some traction here. They're finding their legs. They admitted they were a little vulnerable. Maybe the nerves at the start of the series and the Capitals, to their credit, were able to take advantage of it. The Panthers are settling in a, a little bit, I think, as the series goes along here. So still, we'll see what the Capitals are made of, how they respond on home ice, hopefully get the crowd 
crowd support as well at Capital One Arena. So it should be interesting. The Capitals have been down 3-2 before, only to rally and win a series in seven. Don't have to look too far back. 2018 East Final against Tampa Bay. A lot of players still remain from that team in 2018. Maybe they could draw back into the memory bank and build off those past experiences. It has been done before. See if they could duplicate that starting, starting with the Game 6 coming up tomorrow night. Capitals and the Florida Panthers, 7.30 tomorrow night for Game 6. All games in the Stanley Cup playoffs can be heard in D.C. on 106.7 A Fan. You can hear the games everywhere else at CapsRadio247.com. Ben, have yourself a great travel day Thursday, will you? Love to fly. Happy Friday, John. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Cap! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com. Or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.